0: Free weed Free weed Danny Danko on the Normal
1: Radio
2: Free weed Free weed Danny Danko come to show you how we crew
0: You're now tuned into Free weed from Danny Danko On Normal Radio Presented by High Times Magazine Simiase, boom bang Big respect
1: Simiase, Danny Danko
2: Yes, indeed. Thank you, Jacques and Winstrong. And this is episode 13 of Free Weed from Danny Danko, presented to you by High Times Magazine. Pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that song is actually now out on SoundCloud. You can listen to the full uh, feature length version on SoundCloud for free. You can download it there. And uh, let's get it some clicks up there, man. Let's show uh, Jacques and show SoundCloud what kind of power we have. Anyway, welcome back. This is episode 13, brought to you by our sponsors, which we love. BC Northern Lights, these guys up in Canada, up in Vancouver, are awesome. They make grow boxes from scratch. They put all the uh, highest new technology. They've got touchscreen kits. They've got everything. And their customer service is impeccable. You can call them day and night. Check them out, uh, bcnorthernlights.com. All the information is there for all different kinds of grow boxes, and there's free weed grow boxes, basically, because the bloom box has all different kinds of things that you can use to perpetually harvest, so check those guys out and check out ontarioseedbank.com, our other sponsor, which we are very excited about. Um, they sell seeds, and they can get them to you. Without any hassle, there's a bunch of different ways you can place orders with them. So check them out too, man. We love having sponsors and we're looking forward to having more sponsors in the future. We're excited because they're getting feedback from our, uh, our listeners and they love it too. So we're, we're excited about that. We got the Los Angeles Medical Cannabis Cup coming up February 11th and 12th. Uh, good thing maybe for a Valentine's Day gift, Mike. Uh, tickets for... The LA Cannabis Cup, uh, Medical Cannabis Cup, to a loved one.
0: Yes, nothing says uh, Happy Valentine's Day like the opportunity to smoke a great deal of pot with the good people here at High
2: Times. Yeah, and celebrate cannabis, medical cannabis, and, and check out all the different booths and stuff. We, we're excited. Actually, today we found out Wiz Khalifa is going to be there accepting the Stoner of the Year Award on that Saturday night party, so… I think we got the scoop right now. We are the first people to announce that to the general public. Uh, so yeah, Wiz Khalifa is going to be there. We've got Ayoto performing and Seedless, the band Seedless. And so, of course, uh, DJ Jacques, the, uh, DJ the gentleman who does man. our yeah, theme song. Yeah, we he's, may have a live Free Weed performance there. He's going to so, be
0: doing a, a set on Saturday night, and then he'll also be with us for the awards show on
2: Sunday. He'll nice. be DJing the whole time, so yeah. Man, that's, that's my great. homie, man. I've known him since I was... Uh, in my later teens. So, yeah, that's my man, right? Nice, DJ Shock.
0: Excellent DJ. So Boom, we're looking bah. forward to that. I'm trying yeah. to... I'm a little bit under the weather right now. Yeah. And I've got a good little uh, Dakewell buzz happening right now. Okay. So that's exciting. I'll try to edit out <laughs> the more disgusting sounds that I'll be making throughout this uh, episode. But... Uh, trying to get it out of the system now because I fly to L.A. next week wow. and you do as well, right? So I'm there the week after. The week after. Yeah, yeah. And so this is happening. This oh, is yeah. right around the corner. What's
2: cool is it's Grammy weekend too. So you know there's going to be a bunch – if Wiz is going to show up, there's going to be a bunch of other people. We heard from uh, people in Dilated Peoples and uh, there's going to be a nice crowd and you know, L.A., If you're anywhere in Southern California, San Diego or anywhere nearby, check it out. Another thing I'm excited about is I have a grow seminar on Saturday and then I put together a panel. Uh, This has never been done before, I don't think. I put together a panel of growers and buyers. I've got uh, Andrew D'Angelo and uh, Rick Frommer from Harborside. You may know them from Weed Wars, the TV show uh, that just recently aired, Uh, and they're going to talk about. As buyers uh, of marijuana, and we've got uh, Swerve, a former guest uh, here and future guest on Free Weed, as well as Kyle Cushman, talking about how to grow the highest quality medical marijuana. And those are growers and breeders and buyers all discussing the merits of of the best, the world's finest cannabis cup. Uh, oh, cannabis. An,
0: that's an excellent lineup for the panel. Now, you were saying earlier, Rick. He. Everyone says you have the dream job, but yeah. Rick has <laughs> your dream job. Right. Right? I like
2: to say that. Yeah. People always tell me that I, I have their dream job, but Rick Frommer at Harborside has my dream job because he is a buyer. All he does is look at uh, super high quality cannabis all day. And basically pick out whether he's going to take it or not. And I'm pretty pretty sure he rejects about 90% of what he sees. Uh, I'll be able to ask him about that on that panel as well but that's having unbelievable. That type think of about job, that. Yeah, I mean he's reject- got a microscope. He's got a uh, big screen TV there. He can show you, hey, you've got powdery mildew, you've got spider mites. They do everything, they do the testing on uh, lab testing. Really interesting and and I've been, you know, watching uh, weed wars now too and that's getting that whole thing out there to the general public and I think uh, it's ultimately a very positive thing. It must be a very interesting place to be in life where you reject 90% of the weed (laughs)
0: brought to you. That's not something most people can relate to. Exactly.
2: So he, and he's going to be talking about that. What, what, why he rejects it and why, how to not get rejected, which I think is the most interesting part.
0: Yeah, so definitely, please uh, check out Dan's seminar that's going down Saturday. Right, that
2: is Sunday. That's at Sunday. Five PM, I believe. It's actually three PM on Sunday, and hopefully we'll we'll tape with Andrew and Rick while we're out there and, and see what we can do about that. But
0: now, but this time we're we're gonna under promise and hopefully over deliver. <laughs> exactly. We're not gonna tell you here that we're definitely coming back with a free weed episode, but if yeah. it happens, great. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this today, but uh, speaking of Wiz Khalifa winning Stoner of the Year, we just got the April issue in-house, yeah. and it looks great. You want to yeah. tell us a little oh, about yeah. that? yeah. We've
2: got Snoop and Wiz on the cover uh, with a tremendous amount of Cush Kush uh, on the cover. That was the Indica winner, and... We actually talk with the breeder of that later on in the show, uh, which I haven't mentioned yet in the yeah, intro, but we've got, <laughs> yeah, so it's a great issue. That, yeah. It's our cannabis cup issue. The Amsterdam cup is in there. We've got uh, Snoop and whiz and all kinds of great, uh, photos of, of all of that. And today on the show, our guest coming up later is Don from DNA genetics, uh, the winner of multiple, multiple cannabis cups, not just this year, but many years, uh, in, in going back and uh, and creators of some pretty in, intense uh, Southern Cali-based genetics, so we've got a LA SoCal-based show here with episode 13, and we are just excited about. The LA Cup, and we're excited about that magazine. Do you the-
0: want uh, Cannabis Cup tickets or information, please head to MedCanCup.com. Yes. Uh, Nico Escondido, our colleague, is going to
2: be up uh, next, yep. and he's going to talk a little about the judging at the Cup. It's going to be a fun Cup. I'm really excited about it, our first real big MedCan Cup in LA. Anyways, now, without further ado... <laughs> Uh, Episode 13 has begun. Baker's dozen of episodes. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm excited, man. All right, everybody. Welcome back. I am pleased to introduce my colleague who has been on the show before, uh, Nico Escondido, but he is also... The competition coordinator is that right?
1: Co- yeah, sure. Competition director. I like <laughs> director. Director of,
2: t- uh, of the judging at these cannabis cups, and I wanted to just uh, talk about this a little bit because over the years I've seen this process, uh, you know, from its sort of its infancy, and you've done a tremendous amount and made huge strides in uh, making this a better system. For everybody. And uh, so thank you for that and uh, welcome to the
1: show. Well, thanks for having me and uh, thanks for those kind words. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, there was just a need, I think we all agreed, to make uh, the competition side of these cups um, a little bit more transparent Mm -hmm. uh, and a little bit more fair for our competitors. So uh, we devised this new system. I guess it was about a year ago.
2: Yeah. I mean, I should remind people that years ago this was done on like a chalkboard, so well, yeah. <laughs> so it is amazing just to see that there's a, there's now a ton of science that you 've put into this. I mean we have lab testing, we have uh, a whole numbers system that you fill out a forms that people fill out right. with their entries, and uh, it 's all much more uh, much more technical and much more accurate, I would imagine
1: yeah, it is actually uh, unbelievably accurate. And it is scientific. It's a numeric system, like you said. I didn't want to uh, get into uh, what our, our our possible flaws of this system a few years back, but yeah, it was it was not. Uh, it wasn't fair to say the least for, for the people who put in the time, the right. growers, and, and certainly now because they're medical cubs for the patients. You know, we we have a bit more responsibility.
2: Yeah, and I, I mean I view it as an evolving process. It just keeps getting more and more technical. Well, but sure. I think that you you uh, uh, of out of everyone has played it the the largest role in making it that way so that's pretty cool and so you do have labs actually getting these samples and testing them for thc and cbd and cbn we do yes that's Um, awesome
1: and and actually we're going to be adding a few more categories too Uh, starting in la next week um, we're going to have tests for molds um, any trace amounts of molds on flowers, um, will result in a, obviously a disqualification. Wow. Um, you know, we used to do that by eye. You were actually one of the pioneers. You'd always be there with your, <laughs> your loop and checking it out. Um, and you, and you brought that. That was a good contribution, uh, to the system. So we'll have that. And we'll also do pesticides this, this year. Nice. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's great. And that factors into the vote. And then you have the human factor, uh, as well, which is, uh, an expert panel, uh, handpicked by the staff of high times. And I know, uh, we take great pains not to pick people that could have, you know, a horse in the game or some kind of sure. a, a stake. So that's pretty cool too. That sure. It's not a lot of influence peddling going on or anything like that. And, you know, people are from out of state or they're from, uh, you know, they're, they're experts, but they're not, you know, they don't work for any of the places that have entered their strains and, or the breeders or any of that. So that's really cool. And I know that you, you're very, uh, uh, integral to keeping the that integrity intact, which is pretty cool too yeah, yeah
1: absolutely um, it 's tough, you know you want to involve people from the local uh, community and industry there in these cities, mm-hmm. but at the same time they can 't have a conflict of interest you know it
2: 's like they know the bud too well and and they could actually vote for their buddies instead of sure. what they really think is the the best so sure. yeah well that 's pretty cool, and I do feel like the process has gotten much better, and that we we're you know we 're really uh, you know, we can put our name on, on, on the winners and as being, you know, the best. And, uh, well now when you, what do you, how do you factor in? I mean, there's obviously there's smell and taste and, uh, visual aesthetics, uh, but then you have the high, right? Yeah, of course. So that's usually way well, stronger.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing, you know, you, you don't want to take away from the judges, you know? Um, so the way we view it, you know, uh, is that we don't need the judges any longer to tell us how strong or how potent something is, you know, because that's going to vary from individual to individual anyway. So we take that guesswork out, and and that's where the labs come in. But um, what we ask our judges to do is to judge still the high or the stone, um, mm-hmm. the effects, right. not so much the strength. But you know, it's an indica. How does it feel? How do you feel when you smoke this? Or it's a sativa. Is it uplifting? Is it cerebral? Um, And, and, you know, of course, again, it goes back to these are medical cups now, you know, so we also want to know medicinally, is it, is it, um, you know, relieving some anxiety or does it maybe stimulate some appetite? You have the munchies. Um, but yeah, we've, we've separated that and, but that is the heaviest weighted category for the uh, judges score sheet. Right.
2: And there's some things you just can't test for the, the wonderful, uh, smells and, and, uh, you know, odors when you right. break up the bud and all that, that's uh, part is the, part of the aesthetics of sure. the experience. So it's pretty cool the way you've combined, uh, the two, the, the lab testing and the people's, you know, uh, forms that they fill out. And, you know, it's always a pleasure, uh, to get the judges kits and, and, and start <laughs> yeah. going through and, and seeing, you know, picking out things that, you know you like about certain buds it's 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 a fun thing to do but i know a lot of work uh goes behind <laughs> it of course and uh i know that you have plans to even computerize this process at one at some point right
1: yeah yeah um actually we were hoping to alpha test um certain automated components of this uh in la in la wow. yeah in two weeks um, cool and it's integrated with smartphones and everything and uh you know qvc codes for the samples um so hopefully uh you know there there's not many glitches and and this becomes a full blown you know uh system not right too far on. off.
2: Well, you're heading out next week. Uh, you excited about uh, Hollywood? This is our first big, uh, big event in LA. I this think this
1: is the f- the first uh, Los Angeles Cup. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm stoked. You know, uh, my, of course, I'm a little disappointed. I'm going to miss the Super Bowl with uh, with our big blue giants in there. Uh, so, giants. But we will be having a Super Bowl party in uh, the Tin City, and um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to some nice weather. And you know, California obviously has some of the best bud in the world yeah, i bet so. we're
2: going to see a lot of kush
1: yeah i would say it's where I,
2: <laughs> yeah and uh and i guess you're going to be doing something on the strongest strains on earth as well in the near future yeah that's pretty um, cool
1: yeah that's actually going to be in the uh, june issue and uh it's directly related to this system Is you know uh, a byproduct of of this scoring system and these lab results is that we have a this massive database now which is a great resource and um we can tell you exactly what the strongest pot on the planet is.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm excited for that article and excited for the cup. So, I'll see you out there. Thanks for coming on awesome. the show.
1: Yeah, man. Thank uh, you.
2: Free weed heads, stick around for a brand new segment with High Times managing editor Jen Bernstein up next. Hey, everybody. It's Danny here. I want to talk about one of our sponsors for a moment, BC Northern Lights. This is an amazing company out of Vancouver, Canada, where they make these grow boxes. There's a variety of different ones. You can check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. You can call them anytime at 888-236-1266. Um, You can call them for a quote. You can call and ask about these boxes. After you buy the box, you can call them and they will give you the best customer service and walk you through any problems you might have. So check them out. These guys are some buddies up there. They're really like a family-owned company. They're up there in Vancouver. They've won five uh, high-time stash awards over the years and they've been around for over a decade. So if you really want free weed – you have to grow it yourself, and you can put together, uh, you know, a closet system with this and that. These are come all completely self-contained. They do the watering. You just set them there, you know. You set them with touchscreens. It's incredible, and they have a special free weed deal. Uh, you get free shipping if you mention this show so please give them a call tell them you listen to the show and you heard about them from danny danko's free weed and they will give you a deal like free shipping and maybe you'll even talk them down on the quote i don't know that's up to you but check them out bcnorthernlights.com 888-236-1266
0: Hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, This is Mike. Uh, Danko had to step out, probably a beer run, but that's okay because in the studio with me right now, I have High Times managing editor Jen Bernstein, the general. Hi, Jen.
3: Hi, Mike. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. And uh, Jen is here with us today to introduce a new segment. Uh, Since July of 2009, we have featured unsigned bands in the magazine. And since that time, between the magazine and the website, We have featured 120 different unsigned bands. And now Jen has been covering live music for years now. What do you write under when you you cover live music?
3: Well, I like music a lot, and I write under the name NYC Jam Gal. It's J-A-M-G-A-L. Not girl. NYC Jam Gal. Jam Gal, because
0: you're a jam Southern gal. southern gal, I'm a gal. Right?
3: You know, I, I grew up in uh, North Carolina, so Maybe what up, gonna. North Cackalacky?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Um, and where can they find you at this uh, NYC Jam Gal?
3: Um, I have a WordPress blog. I think it's like WordPress.nycjamgal. Or if you're a Facebooker, you can find me on there at NYC Jam Gal live music and reviews page. I um, I post photos from the shows and set lists and – oh, I'm on Twitter too. I'm not a big twit though.
0: You don't, you don't do the tweets? Uh, I'm not a Twitter. Not a tweeter. OK. Well, um, yeah. now I used to pick these unsigned bands, but Jen came in and uh, does a much better job than me and we're eh, here to sort of highlight – No, no, no. And we're here to highlight a band that Jen particularly (laughs) likes. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, March, the March Unsigned Band of the Month?
3: March Unsigned Band of the Month is Willis and the New York City Hustler Ensemble. And uh, Willis is a a friend, he's up in Vermont and he's been spinning uh, new disco, electric funk type sounds for a while now. And when he teams up with the New York City Hustler Ensemble, those are actually the um, Trey Anastasio from Fish, the guitarist, his horns. uh, We have Natalie Cressman and Jennifer Hartswick. So Willis and then you got some horns and then once, you know, you put all that together and uh, I just saw Scott Metzger sit in with them on guitar and it's always a really fun late night throw down. So if you like to hustle and it's late night and say you've just been to fish on New Year's Eve and you're looking for some place to go, you go to, you know, see Wade, you go to see Willis. And and you uh, did
0: that, right? the uh, yeah. The after party uh, New Year's Eve, right? Oh,
3: man, I did. It was packed. It was downtown in the village. It was just a great scene. And um, if you like all-night ragers, dance parties, hanging out with your friends, uh, Willis is the way to go. Very cool. That's W Y. L-L-Y-S, Willis. So check them out and definitely check out the March issue of High Times where you can see unsigned band in the month and read all other types of really cool uh, music.
0: That's right. And you can uh, check for uh, Willis out at HighTimes.com. It's HighTimes.com backslash Willis in the New York Hustler Ensemble. Are we oh, going to yeah. hear a little something here?
3: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. Let's Just check this out. their
3: minds.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That was really cool. I like that.
3: That was awesome.
0: All right. So, Jen, are you going to come back maybe each month and give us a little bit of the unsigned band knowledge? Yeah,
3: let's talk about some unsigned bands. And if you guys are interested in being an unsigned band, definitely get in touch with uh – I don't know. Why don't we bug the hell out of Danny Danko? No. Okay, don't email Danny Danko. <laughs> Just come email. to his house,
0: his home address. <laughs> is.
3: Uh, where can they email? They can
0: email bands at hightimes.com. That will go to both me and Jen. And uh, if we like you, you might end up in High Times.
3: And then you might get signed, and then you'll no longer be an unsigned band.
0: That's right. And uh, if you guys want to learn more uh, about live music, please do check Jen out at
3: and see jam gal on facebook the twitter sphere and uh, i was going to about to say your mom's house but and your mom's house <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, love yeah, you guys check see you later
0: out. all right thanks Jen. and uh, stick around everybody we have a great interview with don from dna coming up next
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Free Weed fans, um, we are pleased to have with us uh, all the way from Amsterdam. We have Don, uh, one half of the DNA Genetics uh, juggernaut. Thank you, Don. Hey, what's
4: going on, Janko? How you doing, buddy?
2: Good, man. Good. I appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, you know we've been we've been buddies a long time. I feel like uh, you know even outside of the whole weed scene, we're uh, you know we're just you know buddies i think at this point right totally man it's <laughs> been years bro i mean yeah i mean and we've kind of watched each other come through the ranks a little bit i think <laughs> yeah I, th- I feel that way i feel the same way you know basically just since you know oh four oh five period and to now i've just seen um you know just so much advancement in the whole genetic scene and and you know, with me, you know, working my way up uh, at high times, and you guys uh, in Amsterdam and you know, Cali, just just killing it.
4: Yeah, man, it's been it's been a nice ride. It's been nice that the uh, the the wave hasn't seemed to crest yet, so that's really good. And we keep moving forward, and you know, trying to keep it fresh, trying to keep everybody, you know. Excited about new things that are happening, and it seems that the 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 public seems to be responding, so that's good that's cool really
2: good cool man right on well you uh are am I right? Are you cleaning your bongs right now as you're as you're speaking to us? yeah, actually,
4: <laughs> I got home. It's like almost nine o'clock at night here in Amsterdam. I just finished having a little dinner, and now I have to clean my bongs so I can have a session, so yeah, I have like you know. I'm like everyone else, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got dirty bongs too, so I got to put them through the cleaner every once in a while. And I'm I'm a little bit anal about the bong, actually. So you like to take I'm a clean me with hit. off. Yeah, every every day. I mean, I have to clean. I have to hit out of a clean piece. It can't be dirty. So it seems like a nice ritual. I lose an hour of my life every two or three days. So there it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do you now? Do you have uh, th- that type of equipment that you need for uh, for dabbing and doing those BHO hits and all that stuff?
4: oh yeah yeah, yeah. we got i got uh, some hitman and sheldon black pieces uh, at the shop and at the house, so nice. we're definitely stocked up for the dab material i don't find myself you know going for the dabs as much as I go for just the 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 straight herbs uh maybe at night sometimes i'll take hits every once in a while, but i don't uh I don't dab out as much as most folk over there are doing
2: lately. <laughs> yeah, well, it can be quite powerful, so I try uh. I try to pick and choose my moments with that as well.
4: Well, I just don't want to ruin weed, you know what I mean? And it just seems like once once it gets kind of, you know, down to the most concentrated ever, then, you know, it might, I don't know, I don't want to desensitize my weed glands, you know what I'm saying? So I take <laughs> it in small doses.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there, it, there's something to be said for just the, the, the experience of a a joint or a real nice uh, bong hit of uh, flowers. Absolutely,
4: absolutely. I don't, I don't uh, hate on any of it, though, man. I, I smoke it all, to be honest. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have a discrimination. Right now, it's all been dry stiff, though, man. It's been ever since the cup. It's just been, I've just been on the dry stiff kick, and it's, yeah.
2: It's, and it's, it's uh, so you're talking go. about uh, just dry sift hash that's just gone, th- uh, uh, leaf and trim that's, or bud that's been. Uh, sifted but dry so meaning there's no ice water involved there's no uh, there's a just basic, basically a screen right
4: exactly there's no uh, extraction process other than you know just you know exactly a screen method and,
2: and then at cleaning. the
4: end don't put water and butane and anything else you get the most purest flavor it's a little difficult to, to do it and it takes a lot of product to get anything relevant but it's yeah, it's definitely the way to go.
2: It's really all about the cleaning process, the the uh, sifting of the sift, right?
4: Right. It's it. There's several. There's several stages of it. But it, it's funny as we get better and better at at the cleanup process, we find that uh, you know there's less and less of the of the good shit that you want in your pile. You know what I mean? But the the more the crap you get out, the the better the flavor, the better everything. So yeah, it's worth it.
2: Cool, cool. Well, uh, I neglected to mention uh, in the introduction, but uh, you guys have won a ton of cannabis cups all over the world at this point. Uh, pretty much every single one you've entered, if I remember correctly, have at least uh, you know placed in every single one. Is that correct?
4: Uh, as arrogant as that may sound, that is correct. It's <laughs> that, <a fact>. uh, <laughs> that is a pretty
2: amazing statistic uh, that I think is pretty unmatched among among uh, uh, you know a top tier of seed company. I think you know you guys are also uh, in my uh, High Times Seed Bank Hall of Fame as one of the the companies that's you know just you know and and, and there's a lot of companies in there uh, a lot. Of, older that have been around longer but uh not a lot with with as many uh just stellar wins in all these different competitions not just high time stuff but high life and 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 other ones right
4: absolutely i mean it seems to be the worldwide impression of of aaron and i's selection seems to be uh, the response seems to be positive i mean people want a variety they want to be able to grow it they want to be able to smoke it they want to be able to to tend to it and and, and cure it from its problems in an easy way, and it seems that the the things we 've been putting out have been meeting those criteria and, and it just seems to get better and better and yeah it's, it, as you go through there are accolades and there's contests to enter, and it just seems that it's a yeah it's a wonderful thing that it, it, we, we keep yeah we keep wearing it. and so uh, it it just means to me that the people uh, whoever it is that are judging depending on the competition, they resonate with you know, what Aaron and I kind of are trying to do, and we're trying to keep it fresh. We're not breeding just for strength. So many companies are like 22% THC and this and that, and at the end of the day, if you smoke the amount that we all smoke, it doesn't matter what percentage it is, you're going to get high. It's, it's how you enjoyed yourself on the way, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. did you... Do you have such a flavor in your mouth that you want to have, you know, a cologne made after it because it's just such a great thing, and you smoke it even when you're when you're already high just because of the flavor, and, and these are strains that we kind of go crazy for. L.A. Confidential was like that in the beginning, you know, and mm-hmm. so we always wanted to breed for this, Chocolope, you know, the, the OJ team, certain strains that are just like, they're so different from each other, but so unique in the fact that, they're mouthwatering they're they're good to grow and you know they they perform in a different way you know uniquely amongst themselves and it's to me that's what I bought when I was coming here in the 90s buying seeds from other companies I right. wanted to find unique strains things that were different and you know things that obviously got me high but it wasn't just about that you know it's
2: it's about the entire experience right
4: absolutely well this is new strains too yeah yeah
2: well i want to talk about that um this is high times presents free weed from danny danko we're talking to don right now from dna one half of the team that makes up dna genetics uh along with his partner aaron uh you're in amsterdam now right don
4: i'm in amsterdam yeah and is is,
2: and aaron's in la or, or doing some traveling
4: Aaron is in, Aaron is in LA right now. Yeah. Well, not really LA, but yeah, he's in Southern California
2: Kelly area. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, well, again, you guys had these this, uh, big wins in Amsterdam. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the kosher kush? Um, uh, you guys won with the Holy Grail kush and the kosher kush, uh, multiple awards this year in Amsterdam. So uh, uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about those strains. Right. Yeah.
4: Thanks, Danny. I mean, that was a, Crazy, crazy night, actually, man. To to tie with the same strain in two categories—that's like with perfect scores. Yeah, that's that's insane. But the kosher kush came from from Southern California, and there was a cutting that was going around. Uh, the cutting wasn't going around, but the herb was going around, and it was phenomenal. So Aaron and I uh, linked up with the guys, uh, you know, made a deal and acquired it, and basically yeah, fell in love with it straight away. entered it last year, and we won the the cup last year with it. And you know, spent a year working on the seeds, you know, trying to get it right, trying to get it you know to the point where people were going to get kosher when they when they grew the seeds. So we really didn't release the seeds until this year's cannabis cup. so we we literally waited the whole year to get it proper. And then uh, along with the kosher kush, we had the Holy Grail kush. And the Holy Grail kush is the kosher times the OG number 18. Um, yeah, the OG number eighteen's known for years for being, you know, crazy, you know, uh, OG cross, uh, sour dominant OG cross. And so we just thought when we hit these two together, yeah, you get the Holy Grail. So at the end of it... <laughs> We we actually were shocked to see the response, and yeah, we we got first place in for both.
2: That's amazing. For That's both really the cool. Two
4: companies, so yeah, four cups in two categories. I don't think that could ever happen again. <laughs> yeah, Nico yeah. changed the rules after that. that. Yeah, yeah,
2: because you won it with Reserva Pravada as well. Um, why don't you explain right. to people a little bit about Reserva provada um as you know, separate from DNA?
4: Perfect. Well, Reserve Pravada, it's like a uh, Without sounding too arrogant, Reserve Provod is almost like uh, a band that's successful. That you know, it's successful in punk rock or or something, and you can't really come out with a country album, you know, because all your fan base and everybody really expects punk rock. And so that's kind of like DNA. I mean, DNA is always known for you know we create our own parent stock even and most of our strains. So most of our strains take you know two to four years of development, and so. Uh, when we get to the point when we release a strain for DNA, it, it, it means something different than Reserva provada. And so it was basically a platform for Aaron and I to, to kind of bring other strains to the table that maybe we didn't have complete uh, uh, development of. We weren't a part of the whole genetic process of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to call it DNA because that's not really... DNA's vibration is a little bit different than that. So Reserve Bravada gave a platform for basically all of our friends and different people that that are breeders and growers and and just you know hobbyists that do it and have amazing strains but don't really have a place to to, to showcase them. And they contact us and get a hold of us on different levels, and then we put it through our. Yeah, our channels of, of 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 testing and things, and then yeah, some of them
2: are are legends. What what, what do you, you know? You, you once these seeds are out of your hands, you really have no say in how they get grown out. But what's what's your preferred method? I mean, what what's going to bring out the best in a kosher Kush or an L.A. Confidential or a, a Holy Grail Kush? Or, I mean, what, what what do you think is the best way?
4: I mean, I, I prefer soil. Obviously, for me. Not obviously, but for for me, I prefer soil. Uh, If I'm going to grow something for my head stash, it's going to be soil, uh, organic, uh, flush for two to three weeks, completely uh, no pesticides, you know, fully organic, uh, bug, bug, uh, you know, uh, defense, and just do it like this, you know, in dirt, nothing, you know, hydro or anything. I mean, hydro makes some great, amazing product, and I'm not going to hate on it or anything. I, I enjoy it as well, but we're talking about like your head stash, head stash, I would, I would go organic.
2: And what about container size? Uh, What do you think?
4: Well, it's all depends on, on where you're at. You know, I mean, in, in Holland, it's, it's much different than other parts of the world. I'm sure as as you know, in New York, it's much different than California. Mm -hmm. So I mean, container size, it all depends on your time limitations and, and your, relaxed rules and whatnot. But I would just stick to something around, you know, uh, you, know I, I, you know, two gallon or something is good for an indoor situation because mm-hmm. you have, you know, enough for the roots to, to get in there and, and, and root. and. But you're not really wasting the pot if you're veg only for two weeks or something. So it's right. hard to say because, you know, it, it all depends on everybody's thing, uh, growth. It's set up but two to three gallon indoor seems to be, as big as I would go. As far
2: as when to harvest, what, what what do you believe? What do you believe is like the best time to harvest?
4: Um, well, every plant's different, you know what I mean. So that's definitely strain specific. But I, I look at the trikes and I look for about you know thirty percent, you know amber, twenty thirty percent amber. The other twenty thirty percent cloudy, and then by the time it's cured up, everything's cloudy and amber. Right. So. I mean that's pretty much what we go for a lot of strains it depends on the elements in the room if it's really hot it changes it if it's if it's really cold you know it changes here in Holland a bit depending on the the, the spot you know but more or less I look at the trikes.
2: Right on well listen Don thanks a lot for uh for coming on the show thanks for sharing your uh your information and and uh if people uh if people want to find out more about DNA genetics, uh, let them know where they can go on the internet. Or um,
4: yeah, things. they can go to DNA Genetics dot com. <laughs> they can go to uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook, DNA Genetics. We got a YouTube channel, DNA Genetics, Amsterdam. Cool.
2: And you guys are on Twitter um, too.
4: Twitter, we're on Twitter, DNA Genetics, and we even on Instagram. So that's kind of cool because you could follow like. Photos and we put up all kinds of cool strain pictures and we got a new seed processing machine. So I was throwing up pictures of us processing seeds and different things. So if you want to see behind the scene photo action of DNA, you know, Cali and Amsterdam, you can, yeah, you can tune into Instagram as well. So we're all over the place, bro.
2: Nice, definitely say hi to Aaron and 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 the ladies for me. The kid. all that and you know, just I, I I hope you guys just continue to thrive and everything just stays at this level because uh, I feel like, like you said earlier, like the wave hasn't crested and, and we're just we're we're in the curl and everything is uh, everything's hunky dory. So I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, yeah, man, thank yeah. you.
4: Thanks a lot, Danny. I appreciate it too, brother. Big shout out to High Times Magazine, Sheldon Black, Aaron holding it down in L.A. Uh, you know, just keeping it real, everybody. We always say we're representing worldwide for the homie stateside, so we haven't forgot where we're from. So that's it. We keep right it going.
2: On. Cool, man. Well, everybody, uh, stick around. We've got our strain of the week. We've got cultivation tips. Our dear Danko questions coming up. Hey, Free weed heads, Sorry to interrupt the show. It's Danny here. I want to talk about Ontario Seed Bank. These guys were our first sponsor. And I got to tell you, you can't have free weed without seeds. And you got to get your seeds somewhere. Here's a place right there in Toronto... They got a phone number, they got a website, they got people that answer the phone, they can tell you what's going on, they got a delivery line, they got all kinds of great deals too. You get a free pack of seeds with orders over 250 bucks, you get free delivery on orders over 25 bucks, and not only that, they have a special free weed deal where you get. 50 skunk diesel seeds for $100, and that's two bucks a seed. You really can't beat that. These are great for indoors and outdoors, and you got to mention free weed to get that deal. That way, they know that we sent you and. Everybody's happy. It's pretty cool too. You can check them out on OntarioSeedBank.ca. You can call them 416 255 5355. The dank delivery line is 416 255 9333. But definitely, you know, go up there and shop in person in a safe environment. You can tell them Danny sent you and you'll get a special deal. So please support Ontario SeedBank with your phone calls and your orders. Thank you, Free weed Heads. All right, welcome back, Episode 13 listeners. Thank you very much, Don from DNA Genetics, for taking some time out of your uh, busy schedule to come on the show and uh, teach people a little about DNA and about growing and about breeding and and all that interesting stuff. I believe it is time for our grow segment. Am I right?
0: It is. It's cultivation time. And uh, we got an email question this week. Uh, Someone was asking, what's the best soil for indoor growing? And I guess we thought maybe that would make a good topic for uh, this week's cultivation tip. What do you think?
2: Absolutely. I'd like to expand on that. Um, I do prefer soil growing. If you uh, heard earlier, Don t- saying that the, you know, the best herb really does come from that. And there, there's, there's reasons to grow hydro too. And and I have done both in the past. So um, not to poo poo on hydro. Um,
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's, but, that's, that's guano, right? That be, like uh, guano, no, not no. to
2: guano on hydro, but yeah, um, soil or, to be more accurate, soilless mixes, because there's really no soil in uh, you know, these peat based uh pro mix type mixes. There's a lot of peat, composted peat, and um depending on which stuff you get, I like the pro mix, the big bale, because you get your, you know, three by three sort of bale. It's it's not too heavy to carry, but it's a good amount of soil. It's really compacted into there. And, you know, I just uh for my purposes, I would dump that into like a kiddie pool and mix in all of the uh organic amendments that you want to use. So for me, there's nothing you could really buy at a store that could be better, you know, even even the expensive soils that you can get uh aren't aren't always as good as mixing up something yourself because you know where it came from and you know what's in there. And honestly, anything you put in there is going to be pretty much leached out after a few weeks to a month anyway. So you're going to have to add stuff. The soil really uh, needs to be a living soil if you really want to get the best uh, out of it. Now, I have a mix... Uh, that I posted online and in articles in the past, and it's the Danny Danko Magic Organic Mix. It's that Canadian uh, sphagnum peat mix or cocoa core, uh, which is made from coconut husks or pro mix. And that's the basis of of this mix. And then to that, uh, to three parts of that, you add one part of large chunky perlite and one part of worm castings. Uh, So you have, that's the five major parts, um, meaning that you use one of those bales of the moss or pro mix or cocoa, and then you add your perlite and your castings at a third rate of the uh, main ingredient there. Then to that, you can add a half cup of green sand, a half cup of dolomitic lime, uh, which is really good for... Uh, balancing the pH. It's like a buffer, perfect for uh, just buffering that out. Uh, the green sand is just a very nice mild nutrient that's derived from the sea. And a uh, third of a cup of Peruvian seabird guano. That's a nice nitrogen rich guano, that, which is poop, <laughs> dried poop that you can get from uh, Peruvian seabirds. You can buy this at, uh, you know, pretty much any hydro shop or uh, grow supply place. And then a quarter cup of Epsom salts, um, that just helps along with absorption, uh, a number of other things. And, you know, this is an sort of an old mix, uh, that I posted probably around 2005, 2006 to this. Nowadays, I would add some more, uh, living, uh, you know, bioorganisms, um, there's a lot of different mycorrhizae and beneficial microbes and things that you can add. You just read the package and, and add those. And then that way, you really have a soil mix that is light, airy, um, won't get too compacted because you've got that perlite in there. And, you know, that's your mix. As far as growing in soil, there's a few things you need to keep in mind for sure. And that's container size. You know, the bigger the container, the bigger your plant is going to be. So if you have a five-gallon container, you need a longer vegging period in order to get that bigger root system to fill up that five gallons of soil. And it's always a good idea to poke holes in the bottom of whatever container you have so that the excess water can run off and excess salts run off with it. And you won't get a lot of uh, you know, over-fertilization problems or over-watering issues. Another thing people like to do is put rocks or, you know, some kind of stuff at the bottom that aids in the drainage. It's always good to let the water go through and let the plant absorb what it needs, but not, not have it sitting with wet feet. That's the expression that they use with citrus plants. They don't like having wet feet, which means a constantly moist, overly moist root area. So, you know, you want to have a... Wet and a dry cycle, and it definitely helps when you have good aeration. Uh, one thing that Soma taught, and that they have um, you know, even you can buy self watering pots that have a reservoir in the bottom, and the plants take up the water from that reservoir using capillary action. The roots will literally pull water up. Uh, ex- just what they need which is great and that is also a great system you need to have a tube that goes down to that reservoir somehow so you can fill it without pouring right through the soil medium so that's soil growing I mean the other thing plants get compacted the soil will get compacted after time after watering after watering and it'll start to get a little lower so when you have that problem with compacting soil What happens is you could be watering from the top, and the water can end up at the bottom of the plant without actually really absorbing. And so uh, a great thing you can do is use natural dish soap, just a, a drop of dish soap per gallon that you would be giving these plants. And that will soften the water and allow, especially if you have hard water as well, and this will allow the water not to just pass through the soil, but to be absorbed into the soil. And, and otherwise you get these these dry spots that can really damage your plant and that can also be very hard to diagnose. So uh, remember, if you're having trouble, if the water just sort of sits on top and doesn't flow down into your bucket, uh, if it's sitting on top, add a drop of natural, you know, safe dish soap to it, and that'll soften that water and it'll help absorb instantly and you'll see that the uh, absorption rates will be much greater. Uh, as far as anything else, when you grow with soil, just like with hydro, you have to remember to flush at the end. So please keep in mind the last two weeks or so, just use plain water uh, or very, very mild uh, nutrient, less than quarter strength if you, need, if you see real serious yellowing. But the last week, week or two, uh, plain water is best, pH balanced. Uh, and really let it let it pour out the bottom of your containers. Always have a tray or something to collect that water, and never allow the plant uh, to sit in the tray of standing water. That's really bad. So that's soil growing. And uh, do we have other questions, too, Mike? Is that we
0: do, but uh, we'll save those for Dear Danko. Let's go now to the strain of the
2: week. All right, and, strain uh, of the week. Uh,
0: this one's just fun to say.
2: Uh, strain of the week this week is Matanuska Thunderfuck. (laughs) This is a famous Alaskan strain. Sometimes people refer to it as Alaskan Thunderfuck, but up in Alaska, it is known as uh, the Matanuska Thunderfuck. Um, Seeds of the Thunderfuck are available from Dr. Green Thumb. Seeds up in Canada. They're at Um, drgreenthumb.com. These Alaskan genetics... Uh, you know, obviously, they have to be hardy. They have to survive in a real harsh climate and, and harsh conditions, and uh, short flowering season. So, uh, I, you know, the rumor has it that, you know, no one really knows how the the thunderfuck made its way to Alaska. But once it did, uh, and this was in the '70s and the '80s when it really had its heyday, um, it just was a nice big monster plant that finishes in time uh, in a short season, uh, about eight weeks or so up there, which is about the the length of their flowering season, which is really nice. Um, but it's got it's slightly sativa dominant. So it's got some flavor and, uh, that up high that you need when you've got like long nights (laughs) in the middle of nowhere, which they do have up there in Alaska. Absolutely. And really what, uh, what the veterans of the of the grow scene back then uh, remind me all the time is that mule kick high. I mean, it just hits you. It's like a one hit wonder, and you know, just like a cold blast in your face. And you know, people take that first hit and actually start to sweat a little bit. I think maybe that's one, another reason why they love it in Alaska. But it's a it's a great strain. Uh, people refer to it as the MTF, uh, Matt Thunderfuck. Um, as far as medical patients uh, it's really good for nerve joint and back pain so if you have that, that type of internal pain that's really difficult to alleviate I think if you try the Matnuska thunderfuck you will uh, you will hopefully get to that pain and, and at least at least uh, calm that pain a bit if not get rid of it altogether um, so yeah dr. Green thumb Matnuska thunderfuck check it out we and now uh, about that name? Is that is the Mule Kick High how it got the uh the name Thunderfuck or is there another story there? You know, I, I don't know the exact story. I did a lot of research on this for my book and there's a lot of sort of uh folklore about the strain, but there's really no not a lot of definitive information. I think I'd have to actually go to Alaska to track it down. Which I'd love to do. So Yeah, let's you know. let's pitch that story. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, one day. I mean uh yeah, I mean that thunderfuck really comes from the fact that the the strain is strong. You know that from the first hit, you feel it, and it really does kind of hit you very quickly. It's not a creeper at all. You know, you you know you're high when you take that hit. So, so you
0: could say it, it might be sort of like getting fucked by thunder, <laughs> which yeah, <laughs> is pretty <laughs> intense. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, there you go. And of course, as always, you could check uh, that strain and and many other strains out at HighTimes.com. They're all listed right there. Danny Danko's marijuana strain of the week. Also, uh, there's a terrific book, uh, Dan's Field Guide uh, Field Guide to Marijuana Strains. So please do get that in our head shop. And uh, now, uh, should we move on to uh, the Dear Danko section? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And all if right. people are interested in getting the book. Uh, Directly from me if they want it signed or for whatever reason. Uh, I do have a PayPal account. uh, Dan at HighTimes.com is the email. You can buy it directly from me. I'll mail it to you signed and sealed and delivered.
0: (laughs) There you go. And that makes a lovely gift. Uh,
2: Maybe for, I don't know, Valentine's Day. Do people... Get strain books for Valentine's hey, Day? Hey, really, if, if your significant other is a connoisseur and interested in finding out more about the different strains that are available and the ones that have won awards and really shine – then, uh, then it is It's a nice Valentine's Day gift I guess it really depends I don't think uh, There's probably some spouses out there That wouldn't particularly dig it But there's right. definitely a few well, that There's would.
0: a certain Yeah There's a demographic <laughs> for that And I, uh, if you add five bucks To that PayPal account Dan will come to your home And serenade you So <laughs> please get on that It's a limited time offer He has a lovely singing voice Though don't you Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: And some heart-shaped uh, Lobster raviolis Oh That's nice That's <laughs> very nice Alright Great Well Well uh, this is weird off topic a little bit, but <laughs> let's get
0: back to it. We're a little bit uh, jumbled today anyway, because we usually start with the strain of the week and then do the cultivation tip and then Dear Danko. Today, we took a question and then started with cultivation yeah. and then strain of the week and now Dear Danko. But here it is, what everyone is always waiting for, uh, the questions and answers about your grow questions. We have a couple from email and then a couple from Twitter. Awesome. And uh, If you want to uh, email us, it's uh, hightimes.com. Yeah, that'll get to us. And of course, if you want to tweet us, please use the hashtag #FreeWeed. Uh, you are at Danny Danko. I am at my Hughes underscore. underscore. Right. And uh, let's get into this. Okay. Uh, first question. H. Hope emailed us. How long do you veg before
2: flowering and how tall do the plants get before that? All right. Well, that's a good question. And the answer is it's up to you. Uh, The the vegging period is the time that you have the lights on for 18 or 20 or 22 hours a day, and your plant will grow in the vegetative state, meaning it will continue to grow branches and leaves but not flowers. Now, that's unless it's an autoflowering plant. But as long as it's a regular plant, it will just stay in that vegetative state. You can do it one week. You can do it two weeks, three weeks, a month. You could veg a plant. Mother plants are are vegged plants that some of them I've seen vegged for years. So it's really up to you. You determine when to flip the lights to twelve twelve, which begins the flowering period and starts to transition the plant from vegging and actually growing out uh, branches and leaves and actually forming flowers on those branches. Uh, So it's up to you. And the longer you veg, the bigger of a plant you'll get. And uh, the way I like to put it to keep it sort of simple is if you have a container that's one gallon and that's going to be the flowering container, uh, a week or so of vegging time is good because you're going to end up root bound. But every gallon you add, you want to add about a a week more. So if you're in a two-gallon container, do a two-week veg. If you're in a three-gallon container, do a three-week veg. Um, this way you get the most out of the roots, most out of the plants without getting too root bound and, you know, having them suffer at the end when there's not enough material for them to reach with the roots. And so five gallon bucket, you know, try a a month and a week, you know, five week veg, you're going to get a nice big plant indoors. You can get a quarter pound or more off of a plant that's had a long veg time like that. So if you have the concerns about plant limits or if you're limited to a small amount of plants, Veg longer, bigger containers, and you'll get bigger plants.
0: All right, well there you go. And this uh, this this question here is uh, also related to light. Uh, Derek sent an email, and he asks,
2: "How much light does a new plant need daily?" Okay, well that's somewhat related, uh, and this is something people mess up on a lot. When a plant, as soon as a shoot uh, or a seedling or a clone is is popping out and it's ready to go. It needs light immediately, I mean that day, and it needs a minimum of 18 hours of light per 24-hour cycle. So uh, if you want to go with 20, if you want to go with 22, that's fine. I do believe that you should go with a dark period. I don't believe in the 24 hours of light uh, for vegging plants. I think they need that that at least a couple of hours of rest time. Typically, we go 18 to 20 uh, in the past to keep the plant in its vegetative stage, but you got to get that light on the plant as soon as it's ready, as soon as if it's a seedling, as soon as it's popped out of uh, the medium, and if it's a clone, as soon as you know it's got light as it's cloning, but then once it's rooted and in, in its uh, medium that you're planning to use, you need to get the light on it at those rates and also close enough to be effective. You do not want the plant stretching out early on in its life, and I've seen a lot of plants, a lot of seedlings that are stretching towards the light. You need to bring the light closer and let the plant stay short and stocky. Otherwise, it won't be strong enough to hold up all the buds that you're going to eventually grow on it. All right. Well, thank you, Derek. Hopefully, that that helps a little bit there
0: with uh, your question. And now, to the Twitter. Um, A life trip would like to know... Or rather, right, uh, was wondering if SOG, a uh, screen of green, sea of, of green, sea of C green. Uh, I was wondering if SOG method could be used to get seeds if you had both a male and female
2: plant. Noob here, so go easy. Okay, well, uh, I guess the real question is what are you growing the seeds for? Because if you're a noob, then really you should just be growing seedless pot. Uh, and if you're going to be experimenting with breeding, I think you need to gain a better understanding of uh, of the plant and of genetics. Uh, read up on Mendel and the pea pods. That's a good place to start uh, about learning about what, how to choose for uh, the traits that you know you want, and get rid of the traits that you don't want, and learn about recessive traits and all the different things uh, you can do with plant genetics. Uh, But the answer to your question is yes, you can produce seeds in the sea of green style. All you need is male plants and female plants together. And uh, as long as they're flowering at similar rates, the male, the male pollen will pollinate the female buds as they're forming. And those buds will form seeds that are going to be half of whatever male it was and half of whatever female. So yes, you can grow seeds uh, in the sea of green style and you'll get a uh you know fuck ton of seeds <laughs> which <laughs> you, actually that's you, an official
0: measurement i believe <laughs> <yeah, laughs> it's the fuck ton. That.
2: but the the other issue is if if the genetics are unsound um you could be diluting the gene pool and the chances are you're not going to come up with something really interesting early on in your uh breeding experiments and you're much better off doing that after you have a better understanding of how to breed cannabis so would that uh, fall into
0: the category of uh, pollen chucker? Is that what we would do? There's, yeah, there's yeah.
2: a lot of expressions people use for that type of behavior. He said go easy on him though, Mike. So, you know, that, <laughs> there's well, pollen right, chucker. Yep. What, what are some of the other? We'll go easy. All right. We, Closet <laughs> hack is another one. There you so. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: very not Well, yeah. yeah. So I guess we didn't go very easy. But uh, life trip, hopefully that uh, helps you out. And hopefully we weren't too... Harsh. Too rough. Sorry, uh, we don't have time for another one, but we're going to do it anyway. So quickly, um, Davis three eleven C tweets us: um, Where could I find specifics for the Willie Nelson strain for Hordy? Which I guess means he wants to grow out the Willie Nelson strain.
2: Interesting. Yeah, this was a strain from Reefer Man seeds that was named in honor of Willie Nelson, and Willie actually, you know, co-signed on that. It's pretty interesting. It's a real nice sativa from Reefer Man, and uh, he sort of. Uh, you know, went away <laughs> is the best way I can put it for a couple of years. He was really uh, doing great. He won a cannabis cup in 05 or 06 and, uh, with the love potion and, and, uh, formed a seed company, uh, had formed a seed company long, long before that. Anyway, I've done some writing about, uh, him and, and, uh, basically I was really happy recently to hear from him again. He's good. He's, uh, you know he's had some trials and tribulations, but he is back in the game and he's making seeds again. Uh, he's working with some pretty heavy hitters in the seed world, uh, names that I can't even reveal. But he's he's back and his seeds will be available in the near future. Uh, and hopefully we'll we'll have him on the show. Maybe yeah, that would be great. I, mean, I talked to him about that as well. I was hoping that have him on the show and maybe he can explain. Uh, a little bit about um, where he's been and, and what's been going on. And, and yeah, so the Willie Nelson will be making an appearance again. I love that love potion and I uh, really love the uh, emphasis that he put on land race genetics, real heirloom strains. He had a Punta Roja and all this, these Colombian strains that were just really intense, amazing breeding stock. So I'm really happy to hear from him and, and glad he's back and Uh, Like I said, hopefully we'll have him on the show in the near future. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, that does it for our cultivation section.
0: But as always, please do send in your grow questions by email, by uh, tweet, at Danny Danko, hashtag free weed. Please do it. Get your question answered on air and uh stick around we'll we'll be back and wrap this sucker up put yeah. a bow on
2: it yeah absolutely man shout out to jake big 420 and all our <laughs> Twitter always. people out there shout out to jesse and james i hope you guys are uh listening to this while trimming up a nice uh, new harvest and man shout out to all all the free weed listeners all right we're back hey episode 13. Was that enough grow information for you? Hey, well, we're going to keep coming with more. So uh, stick with us, please. Thank you to all the guests. Thank you, Don from DNA genetics. Thank you, Nico. Thank you, Jen. Uh, thanks to everybody that's coming out to the LA Cup. If you listen to the show and you're in LA area and you're at that cup, please come up say hello. I'll have stickers on me at that point. By like then we'll have Like literally on
0: him. He'll just be covered <laughs> in stickers.
2: No, I will be giving away free weed stickers oh. at that event. We should have those in just a day or two. So everyone, I mentioned that to on Twitter. Uh, DM me your address. I'll send you some in the mail. These are the f- the first batch is free. After that. I gotta start charging for these (laughs) stickers so this is limited edition you're like a crack dealer the first (laughs) one's free the first hit is free but after that you know we might have to charge for them but we'll see what happens there's gonna be stickers Uh, we'll see you in Los Angeles and then after that we're gonna be doing another episode of the show will be episode 14 and we're excited about that one as well so Stick with us, and we're very excited and happy to have made it this far, and we're going to keep going. Thank I'm you. I'm not much. excited.
0: I'm not that happy.
2: No. Yeah. All well, right. Well, <laughs> it's this, it's this cold
0: that I've got. I think it's really messing with me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that from here.
2: I just, this is the van. We'll want to be on an
0: airplane, right. you know, and have the head. C- anyway, we'll talk about this off there.
2: Thanks, yep. guys. We're, Thank you. Yeah. Episode thirteen. That's a wrap.